This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. Hey everybody, what's going on? Jeff Rieger, another episode of The Daily Ticket. Oh, it's good to be here on a Thursday, November 30th, the last day of November 2023. Tomorrow, a special day, people. Tomorrow is the inaugural First Ticket Trivia. I have the contestants lined up. We're ready to go. And three men will duke it out for a chance to take on Stoney from the morning show in Ticket Trivia Championship. I have no idea what I'm going to call it but I'll figure that out. But I'm very excited. If you want a chance to get on the daily ticket, play a little trivia, if we like this trivia thing, God, I hope you like it. If you hate it, we probably got to figure something else out. But if you want a chance to get on the daily ticket, play a little trivia, all you got to do is follow the daily ticket wherever you get your podcast and leave a review. doesn't even have to be a good review. You could say, hey, Jeff, you blow. But if you leave five stars, that'd be greatly appreciated. But make sure to also leave your Twitter handle or your name on Facebook. I'll reach out to you. I'll get you on the daily ticket. And away we go. Again, I don't even care if you leave a good review. You can tell me I suck. My wife tells me that all the time. I'm used to it. Anyway, I'm excited. I'm excited for myself. This is the chance I've always wanted. Not only hopefully am I providing you with something entertaining and enjoyable on a Friday. But I also get a chance to do something I've always wanted to do, be a game show host. Like I'm hoping, if I'll be honest with you, which I will, I'm hoping that ABC or NBC or CBS or somebody sees this and they're like, wow, that guy could be a great game show host. I mean, talk about the greatest job in the world. You get to give away money. You get to crack one-liners. You get to wear a suit. And you're on TV. I mean, it can't get any better than that. But I do fret since I'm almost 50, I'm 48 years old, that my time has probably passed. But that's okay. You know, I'm like softball guy. You ever play softball in a recreational league where dude shows up, he's wearing the eye black, he's got the baseball pants, he knows his stats, he's got stirrups up to his knees, and he thinks there's a scout from the Yankees in the stands. And he's diving for balls at shortstop, despite the fact he's got to go to work tomorrow at 7 a.m.? Like, you ever meet that guy? He's convinced that how he plays in recreational softball will get him his trip to the bigs. You've met that guy. That's me tomorrow. I'm going to kill it show hosting, I hope. And somebody's going to figure out that I'm good at this and give me a job 
as a game show host. Anyway, I'll keep dreaming. So if you'd be so kind, review, leave your name. I'll reach out to you, play a little trivia on the daily ticket, follow all that kind of good stuff. All right, away with the show we go, shall we? Because on Tuesday night, it was the CFP playoff rankings. Now, I don't even know if people watch the show because things change. And we have the conference championship games on Saturday. There's some great games. But the playoff rankings were kind of interesting. And I want to explain how. But before we do that, I must say, when the 12-team playoff was announced, like five years ago, I feel now, maybe three years ago, I thought it was the greatest idea in the world. I mean, like, why wouldn't you? More opportunity for teams to get to the CFP. I also like the fact when the 12 teams will duke it out, there's going to be no delay. Like right now, after the conference championship games this weekend, you get no college football until the bowl game starts. It's such a bummer. With the new CFP 12 teams, you're going to get meaningful big-time games every week leading up to what New Year's Eve or whenever they're going to play the championship game. Like I'm very excited. I also love when people tell you how the 12-team playoff is going to look for this year when it's still four teams. Like, for instance, if it were 12 teams and the season were to end today, Alabama would take on Missouri for the chance to take on Georgia. Texas would take on Penn State for the chance to take on the Wolverines. Ohio State would battle Ole Miss for the chance to take on the Buckeyes. And then Oregon and Tulane for a chance to battle Florida State. That'd be pretty sweet. However, with the fact that it's going from 4 to 12, you do lose something. You're going to lose the regular season being really fun. Like, don't get me wrong. The regular season will still be fun. You still want to beat your rivals. But you're never going to have a game like we had on Saturday with Michigan and Ohio State. The loser goes home. They're embarrassed. It's over for them. While the winner in the biggest high-stakes game ever of all time in that rivalry goes on to the Big Ten title game, they're going to beat Iowa. It was Michigan. You already know this. And they go on to the CFP all while embarrassing your rival. Michigan-Ohio State next year more than likely is going to be winner gets a bye, loser gets a home playoff game because there's going to be 12 teams that get to go. So I do think by going from 4 to 12, you're going to miss the fun of the regular season where one loss truly screws you. You know, you lose a game and your season's done. It's over, meaning every game means so much. You're going to miss that. You're also going to miss, like I mentioned, how big a regular season game can be. Because Michigan-Ohio State will never, ever, ever be as big as it was this previous weekend with 12 teams vying to go to the college football playoffs. It's just impossible. So I'm going to miss that. The other thing I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss arguing about which four teams should be in. Because think about it. Nobody's going to want to argue what team, team 12 or 13, should be in the CFP. It's kind of like the NCAA tournament. Nobody argues that the 68th team should be in. Nobody cares because you have your chances throughout the regular season and if you don't take advantage of them, then users will be left out. It's going to be the same thing with the 12-team college football playoff. Two lost teams are going to get to go to the playoffs. 
So if you're a two-loss team, but yet you get left out, I don't have a whole lot of sympathy for you because you should have won a game along the way. You should have done something along the way to allow yourself to be in a better position. But with four teams, it is fun to argue. It really is. And that's what I want to do right now. Because I beat around the bush long enough. I have, I'll call it a fantasy. I have a fantasy that I so desperately want to come true. Not that kind of fantasy. Get your mind out of the gutter, people. But this was my fantasy last year as well, and it did come true. But just not all the way. Last year, I so badly wanted Ohio State to make the CFP, which they eventually did. They almost beat Georgia, the team that won it all. I wanted Michigan to take on Ohio State in the CFP. I did. Everybody thought I was crazy. Everybody thought I was insane. But I want it again this year. Let me tell you why I want it so bad. Currently, the Buckeyes are six in the CFP. So there is a chance that it happens. I'll get into that momentarily. But here's why I want it to happen. I'm a sick individual, I guess. Could you imagine if the Buckeyes got to the CFP? And yeah, they would talk and say, see, we're not dead. The loss didn't kill us. We only lost by one possession to the number three team in the country on the road, right? Not to mention they were cheating the last two times we played them. Maybe last time. Who knows? The Buckeyes would be excited, just like they were last year. But if they got to the CFP and they played Michigan and Michigan beat them again, Ryan Day would get fired, or at least he would resign. You will have broke the Buckeyes. I believe when it comes down to a rivalry, you're looking for pain inflicted on the other side. You want things to get as nasty as possible to the other side. Can you think of a better scenario when you beat the Buckeyes in the biggest regular season Ohio State-Michigan game ever, and then you do it again in the playoff? There's nothing better than that. They would fold as an institution. They would have to give up their accreditation. They'd be done. You will have not owned the rivalry. You will have dominated the rivalry. You will have ended the rivalry. Because they can talk all they want about beating you 19, 18, and 19 times, whatever it was. But never, not once, never has a team beat the other team in the regular season and beat them again in the playoff. I want this so bad. I want it so bad. Now, I am a fan of storylines. I am a fan of fun. This seems like fun to me because I know Michigan would beat Ryan Day again. Ryan Day would be left crying to Lou Holtz. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It would be phenomenal. Now, I know the other side of things. And Michigan fans, some might be scared. Some might say, but we already beat him once. We don't need to beat them again. Some might also say, well, you're so confident 
that we're going to beat them again. But what if they beat us? I don't believe Ryan Day has it in him to beat the Wolverines. I just don't. I also don't believe Kyle McCord has it in him to beat the Wolverines. Not this Wolverine team. It would be so sweet. I don't believe you would lose to them. I think you would beat them again. And more than anything else, the one thing that was missing on Saturday would be present this time around. Jim Harbaugh would be there. So Ryan Day will have lost to Sharon Moore and Jim Harbaugh. You're telling me that he could still be the coach of Ohio State? You could end them. I thought the same thing with Michigan and Michigan State in college basketball. There was one year, almost two years, where both teams were on the path to meet each other in the championship game. I don't know if my heart could take that. I'll be honest. But my God, could you imagine if Michigan or Michigan State beat the other team to win it all? It would wreck the rivalry. It'd be done. It'd be over. One team would own it. The other team would have to literally go to the MAC. Same thing around here. I want the Buckeyes in badly so Michigan can beat them again. Am I the only one that feels this way? I don't think so. Yes, there's going to be a lot of people that are yelling at their computer screens right now telling me to fuck off. I get it. I understand it. Because you don't want to play the Buckeyes again. You already beat them once. You're afraid of them. They might beat you this time around, and that wouldn't be fair in your mind. And I guess I understand that. I guess I just have more confidence in Michigan than you do. I think Michigan wouldn't just beat them. They'd beat them by a larger margin. Do you want it? Comment section below. Do you want it? Oh, I want it. I want it badly. So how do I get it? If you look at the CFP, Georgia's one, Michigan's two, Washington's three, Florida State is four. Okay? The way I see it, Georgia beats Alabama in the SEC title game, which I do believe is going to happen. Bama's gone. They're eighth, by the way. See ya. Georgia's in. Michigan's going to beat Iowa. I think we know that's going to happen. Michigan's in. The winner of the Pac-12 championship game, Washington and Oregon, is in. The loser, see ya. Especially if it's Oregon, because that will be their second loss. They've already lost to Washington once. Now, I guess if Washington loses to Oregon, maybe they would stick around and would have a chance, but I highly doubt it. And then Florida State's going to take on number 14, Louisville. Florida State is without their quarterback, Jordan Travis. I want the Buckeyes to get in. The CFP put the Buckeyes at six. Oregon's five. The Buckeyes are six. Texas is seven. Bama's eight. If Bama loses to Georgia, they're out regardless. If Texas loses to Oklahoma State in the Big 12 Conference Championship game, then they're done. However, if they beat Oklahoma State, they're a 14-point favorite, they probably go as the fourth seed in the CFP. Because I would assume a one-loss Texas team with a conference championship would go over a one-loss Buckeye team without a conference championship game. Or title, for that matter. So here's what needs to happen. In my world, it's my fantasy. I think it's yours too. God, I'd be fired up to see that game. Georgia needs to win. Michigan needs to win. Washington needs to win. Louisville needs to win. Oklahoma State needs to win. If that were to happen, the Buckeyes are the fourth seed. And they're going to take on Georgia. And they almost beat Georgia last year. 
this isn't as good of a Georgia team. And then Michigan would play Washington. Michigan hopefully beats Washington. And for it all, on a Monday, Michigan-Ohio State for a national title. That sent shivers down your spine, did it not? Now, chaos can happen. Insanity can happen. If Alabama beats Georgia, maybe Georgia still goes. And that's going to eat up Ohio State's spot, right? If Texas wins, they probably go over the Buckeyes. I think Louisville is going to beat Florida State. But if Florida State wins, then it doesn't matter. If everything goes according to chalk, right? Georgia wins, Michigan State wins, Washington wins, Florida State wins. Then those are the teams that go one through four like it is right now. And we're not having the conversation. But in my want, I want Georgia to win, Michigan to win, Washington to win, Louisville to win. I want the Buckeyes in. They have like literally no chance except if mass insanity happens. And that's what I'm rooting for. But what about you? Comment section below. It's kind of a two-parter. Number one, does it interest you? Running it back, Michigan, Ohio State in the college football playoff. Oh, give it to me, baby. And then number two, how would they get in? And if they got in, are you as confident as I am that Michigan would roll them again? Oh, it would be so sweet. It would be so much fun. So let me know, comment section. Also, tomorrow, the first ever ticket trivia. Please watch and be brutally honest with me if it was entertaining and if I have what it takes to be a game show host. I'm going to wear a suit jacket. That's right. I'm going to go pick it out right now after this podcast. All right, let's get to the comments. Every daily ticket, we react to comments. There's some good. There's some bad. Let me go ahead and check out what people had to say the latest daily ticket. A good comment. Two words. Josh Dobbs. The Lions are winning this division, but they may not be as good as we first thought. I'm still thinking a home playoff win and a division is going to happen. Any notion of this team being a real Super Bowl contender is gone, though. Love the podcast. That's from Lions Luck Sports Card 9835. That was from a couple podcasts ago when I talked about the Lions not playing very well. And next thing you know, the Vikings lost to the Bears. I would agree with you. Now, there's still a lot of football left to be played. But depending on how they finish off the remaining six games, six games that look tougher than they originally did, if they look good, then yeah, I can get that Super Bowl feeling back. And by the way, the Niners and the Eagles play each other this weekend. One of those teams has to lose. If it's the Eagles, you're only going to be one game out of the first seed. That is if you beat the Saints. So I'm still waiting to make a determination, but I agree with that text or that comment. Right now, they don't look as dominant as they did. Here's a bad comment. It's from Feist.362. Rieger, you suck. The hair looks awful. You claim you're going to shave it. I really hope you're serious. Because even though I watch your podcast, because I feel sympathetic for you, I can't continue to watch it as long as your hair looks that atrocious. Please do something about it. Thank you. 
Well, thanks for the comment. God, I feel like once every two podcasts, my hair needs to be addressed. I just got a haircut. Doesn't it look good? Anyway. All right. That is the daily ticket for today, people. Like, subscribe, rate, and review. Are you down with my fantasy? I'll share my fantasy with you. Michigan, Ohio State, and the CFP. Are you going to root, even if you don't tell anybody, are you going to root for it to happen? I sure in the hell am. So let me know. We'll catch you tomorrow. A very special daily ticket. It is the first trivia edition. I cannot wait for you to watch it. I hope I don't disappoint. I do do that a lot, though, throughout life. All right, we'll catch you tomorrow on a Friday. Hope everybody has a great day. Good night.